Milan. And Cerebro reports environmental disturbances everywhere around the world. I will do what I can. As we all shall. Professor Xavier! Professor! The sun! It's, well, kinda fading away! I know, Jubilee. We have discovered a phenomenon much like a black hole. An enormous gravitational force near the sun. We must assume it is the Emkron crystal. It is slowly drawing everything into it, even the sun's light. Soon it will absorb the sun itself, the entire solar system, including the Earth. The rest of the galaxy may well follow, though by that time we shall have long since ceased to care. There's got to be some way to stop it. There is one hope. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Gospel X, the Gospel According to the X-Men. My name is Jonathan, and my friend here is Henry, so we are so glad that you can join us today as we embark on another episode of the X-Men animated series in the 1990s. Uh, we are now venturing over to Season 3, Episode... Henry, help me here. Seven. Episode 7. And the Child of the Light in, as the title, even though it has nothing to do with the Child of the Light. But anyway, uh, Henry. <laughs> yep. Henry, so uh, you started us off. What, what are we, right. we going to talk about today? There are so now, we're, yeah, go ahead. We are in the Phoenix Saga. So in this episode, um, Deken, the evil overlord dictator, has... Uh, sucked the X-Men into the Emkron crystal where he is the living embodiment of a god. So they're and stuck. They're, just, they're stuck. Nowhere they're to stuck run. Yeah, nowhere they're to stuck there. They're stuck there. And they gotta, they gotta stop him. All right? Mm -hmm. Because the, the, the entire galaxy is about to get sucked into the Emkron crystal. Yeah. And basically destroy and kill everybody in there. All right? So the stakes are very, very high. And throughout the episode, we see the X-Men um, face situations where, you know, it's hopeless. It's hopeless. You, you see a scene where Gladiator, a couple episodes back, you know, he just throws Juggernaut like he's nothing. He's already the strongest of the people there. He can beat anybody there. And then Ken just basically slaps him away, just laughs at him, calls him a fool, right? Yeah, no kidding, yeah. And um, what is the X-Men's response? A normal response would be you could just give up. You just Looking at this, there's no way you can win. He's basically a god here. You know, he's got godlike abilities. It would be so easy to give up. Yeah, and they can't leave. Andra says. Yeah, but then, and then they can't leave, right? Because they're stuck inside this Emkron crystal. Yeah, they can't leave, but, you know, even if they can't leave, you can still give up and say, hey, nothing that you can do, no effort that you can put in can change the situation that you're in. So why even do it in the first place? And even Lalandra was like, all is lost. <laughs> lost, right? And what is Rogue's response to her? Shut up, you bitch. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Right? That's not what the X-Men do. They don't give up. They yeah. continue thriving. They have the hope that uh that they can change the situation that they will get through this and, and xavier said the same thing right their hope is that in the x-men that they can right they place our hope that 
you know, the Phoenix and the X-Men could have figured this out and save the entire universe, right? Exactly. And, you know, to compare to um, what we face every day is, you know, a lot of people face these kind of enemies in their lives. People that seem like their sole existence is to make your life miserable, to make your life harder. Um, to, and, and it was no fault of your own and you can't get away. So, so if we pause for like 20 seconds to elect the, our viewers and listeners, just to picture one person, I bet everyone immediately could picture one person that sure, well, we believe it's the sheer existence of that person is to make our life miserable, <laughs> right? Yeah, anyway, go on. <laughs> so what is, what, is the, what is the Christian response to this, Jonathan? What are we supposed to do I mean, we're supposed to love everybody, right? But what's, what, practically, what practically can we do, you know, to, uh, to oppose this or to, to deal with this? Yeah, that's a tough one, right? Yeah. Because uh, it's not like, um, like, it's not like, a, it's not like work. Well, maybe it is because there are so many situations where we are faced with um, people in our lives that are, that are, that we believe that may just be what, why are you just, why are you here? Why are you in my life making my life miserable? Are you, is your soul, soul existence to make my life miserable? It's sort of like living in an apartment. You can't move because we're, uh, for those who are not, uh, who don't know, we live in Vancouver, British Columbia, and the real estate is freakishly high. I think it's like number two behind New York, <laughs> right? And it's like, you, like moving is not possible for many of us, right? And so what happens if you're stuck with this neighbor beside you or underneath you, you know, keeping on telling you that, um, you know, bugging you about everything about you and just making your life miserable. Can you move? You can't. So what can we do? Right. And then I think that that's what uh, um, this episode is in, like kind of like uh, implying to us to tell us, okay, like, what are we supposed to do? Well, um, you know, for, the, for this episode, the, uh, near the end, uh, the phoenix prevails, right? Yeah. Yeah, that the Canis are defeated. Phoenix comes and saves the day. Yeah, and interesting that, you know, it's, yeah, like there's so many things that we could talk about near the end, but we don't want to. Um, so, you know, in the end, the uh, phoenix prevails, and uh, uh, the hope that, that uh, people had in the X-Men and Xavier had hope in the, in the X-Men and the phoenix prevailed, right? And so the question about, in a Christian sense, how are we supposed to deal with our enemies? You know, even though, like you said, we're, support, we're commanded to love our enemies, but how do we do it practically, right? Well, uh, I think there's uh, three things that we can do. And I'm borrowing from, uh, I'm borrowing from a book that we just uh, covered, which was Soul Care by Dr. Rob Reimer. And also I'm borrowing some practical example that recently happened in Vancouver with regards to a coffee shop. <laughs> and so, um, and not gonna name that coffee shop. So, and uh, also the, the speaker who talked about the coffee shop <laughs> like a, a few years ago. So the lessons here is one, we have to remember that God's justice will prevail at the end. We don't know when, but God's justice will prevail. So when Paul says, uh, do not take revenge, uh, it says, uh, uh, he quoted in scripture saying, do not take revenge, 
God says, vengeance is mine. I will take it. You do not take revenge. You forgive your enemies. I will venge. I will take the vengeance, right? And uh, so we got to remember that God's justice will prevail. We are victor and victorious at the end. And that we place our hope that God's justice will prevail. Sort of like what the X-Men uh, like said, that they placed their hope in the Phoenix and then it prevailed. We should uh, place our hope in God uh, and seeing that God's justice will prevail. So we should not take revenge or take any vengeance. It's not ours to take. We leave it with God. And uh, interesting enough, you know, like uh, for those of you, today is July the 10th, 2020. Just Google coffee shop <laughs> news and uh, you'll know what I mean. So we'll get like uh, justice will prevail at the end. Second, though, what are we supposed to do then in light that we know that God's justice will prevail? And uh, this is where I would tap into Dr. Rob Reimer's book on soul care. And that is to forgive, continually forgive that person or the persons uh, every day continue to pray every day to forgive that person and it's not because uh, um it's to you know change that person it's actually to for our own benefit to change our heart towards that person to understand to maybe even get a better understanding of why that person behaves the way they do because uh, i firmly believe not every not, like no one's born an idiot <laughs> right like no one no one is born <laughs> to take vengeance on anyone no one's born bad i don't i don't believe that there has to be some nurturing and something to deal with their environment and how they were brought up etc so wounds and past wounds etc that made them the who they are and so if we continue to uh, pray forgiveness upon them and pray blessings upon them it's more about god changing our heart so dr rob reimer said that you know the more we pray and the more we obey, because we are told to obey, like you said, we are told to love our enemies. So if we, are, if we are obedient, if we are obedient to God and pray for our enemies and pray forgiveness upon them and pray for blessings upon them, God can do amazing things in us. God will do stuff that we can never do, and that is to change our hearts towards them. And lastly, uh, it is actually to just continually to um, just as in light of see in light of uh, of uh, God's promise that uh, we are to just uh, continue to place our trust in God and remain obedient to Him. So there's those three things. Okay, that's that's some pretty tough stuff to do. Okay, like yeah, uh, we like right? you and I like we're we're encountering a, another friend of ours who said that she had a really lousy neighbor, right? So if you think about it, it's like one of my friends one time even said, uh, have you like, because I have a similar situation. And then he told me, have you ever told the person that you prayed for him? <laughs> and then it's like, no, why? You, you, you could totally use that as an like insult too. It's like, that's true for you. Okay. You know, just let yeah, you know. But it's not praying for you. I'm just like, it's more like I'm praying blessings upon you. And that's different. I think. And that's different. And so that's the key takeaways. Those three things, three takeaways uh, okay. that we should do. So I guess the main point is don't give up hope. You know, yeah. in the end, we know that uh, God's victory has already prevailed and, uh, you know, just hold out and, and uh, in weight of that victory. Yeah. And in light of that victory, how are we supposed to behave? And uh, that is just to obey God, continue to place our hope in that, but also to forgive 
right? And pray blessings upon them, right? Uh, like to, to continue. Uh, this is why Jesus told Peter, like, you, you can't just forgive just seven times. You have to forgive 77, which is basically infantless, right? So, and that's, and that's that. And that's that. And that's tough. And it is tough. That's tough. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us in another Gospel X, the Gospel According to X-Men. My name is Jonathan. This is Henry. Till next time, have a blessed week.